Okay. Tell her. Tell her. Uh, my name is Marcus. Yeah. I'm off of that marker. I got a boot thing in my pocket and it's like with a lock it. Uh, and I'll be rocking it. Why y'all think I'll be dropping it? There ain't no stopping it. I'm not a Marcus caucus. I'm no longer a contender. I don't need no tender. Cause I got a bumblebee. She is pretty. I'll tell you haters more about her later. But right now, we are gonna rock. Uh, right now, we are gonna rock. And we, and we are gonna rock. Uh, and we, and we are gonna rock. Uh, and we, and we are gonna rock. What if I started every podcast with a with a freestyle off the dome? Oh my gosh. Okay, welcome back everyone. Welcome back. When I record, I, I always have this uh these like four beats that click uh, on like a metronome before I before I start talking just so I can know. I, I don't know, but I always get so nervous. So I honestly Anytime, anytime these podcasts start, I'm always scared. So, um, actually, I'm not going to lie. I feel like that was pretty good. But anyways, enough about me. So this week, we have a very, very, very special guest. And his name is RJ Christian, or better known as RJ the Composer. From a little town in good old North Carolina, RJ has been in numerous musicals in his youth. With that gorgeous voice of his, he has captured hearts of countless people, including me, and is continuing to do so now. RJ is currently a senior at NYU Steinhardt. While in college, he has been a part of composing and producing numerous works while being in them as well. Today, you can find him on the jazz side of TikTok with over 20,000 followers and counting. He has also been chosen to be on the team to produce and perform in Ratatouille the TikTok musical, which if you don't know about it, you must be living on a rock because hundreds and hundreds of artists have come together to do what we can in this felling industry. And I think that it's amazing of what we can do while still being in the pandemic. And, um, and yeah, so let me stop talking. I'm sure there's more and more we can learn about them. And let's get right into RJ. Yeah, let's, I don't know if the word choice was the best on that, but anyways, let, let's do it. <laughs> Roll the intro. RJ, 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 RJ. Oh my God. What's up, man? <laughs> Are you recording? Are you I, recording? I am recording. I rec- Don't worry about it. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, I just told the people a whole lot about you, but I don't. I didn't say enough. Uh, first of all, let me let's just go over what I missed. So I said you went to. You're from a good old town in North Carolina. I don't know where are you from exactly. Uh, I was born in Fort Bragg. I grew up in Burlington. Well, I I went. I lived until kindergarten in Burlington, and then like I spent most of my childhood in Boone. Okay, gotcha, 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 gotcha. Okay, cool. I'm from Hickory. That's where we met. Yes. Uh, back in what 2016? Jeez. Oh my gosh, what is that? Like four years? Four? Four years ago? Four beautiful years. Almost five, because it's about to be 2021. Oh right? shoot, you're well, right. I guess it'll be five. And uh, when was that show? Like April? I don't know. I can't remember. I think Jeez. it was the summer thing. Though I think about it. Maybe August. I think it was August. Yeah. Yeah, yeah August. it was August. Sometime, like, we performed in August, and then we had auditions in, like, May or something like that. Yeah, we met in the, we met at the Wiz. We auditioned. <laughs> yeah. We had Vanessa Adams Harris as our director. She was amazing. Choreographer wasn't the best. I can say <laughs> that now, because it's been five years. Oh, my God. And... <laughs> <laughs> there was some wild stuff with that choreography. It but. was horrible. It well, well, we just clapped. We clapped <laughs> in the biggest number of the show. But, but it was like all the wrong beats too. It was not even on the right beats. Listen, and me being the little the little leader that I was trying to be was like, oh, maybe maybe we could do this. And Vanessa was like, nope, that's not your job. You were really trying to be but dance captain. And she I said, was trying no. to be so bad, but we <laughs> literally stepped, clapped the big song. Like, if you guys if you guys have ever seen the stage production of The Wiz, there's um, a big number at the end when everyone is like free and Evelini is destroyed, and it's like, can you? Feel a brand new day. Yes. Sing it with me. Can, Can you feel a brand new day? <laughs> but but imagine us singing that like crazy good song with better with better voices, obviously. But um, 
just stepping and clapping right to left the whole time. And we didn't move uh, at all. We didn't move no, at all. No formation changes. No, and no nothing. they were just... The, the, all the director. I, I know, I know Vanessa didn't like it either, but I feel like she was just like, well, this, well, this is a lesson. This is going to have to be a lesson for the theater and for everyone here. And she didn't, she didn't work on anything after that. That whole she show felt like back. a lesson. <laughs> yeah. That show was <laughs> RJ, I'm telling you, when, when, when we were the Wiz, after the Wiz, I felt so. Bad. I I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, because the I was like the overseeing director of the theater is gonna hate me. She's gonna think I'm horrible. Like people are, are gonna come see the show and be like, I thought Marcus was better than that. I thought the Hickory Community Theater put on better shows. Oh my god! And is there there like there was parts of that show that was good, but there was just so many parts that just fell off, you know? Yeah. I And and that was, like, my, like... Like, I was really pumped for that show. Like, I, like, drew an hour <laughs> to be in that show. I was like, oh, my God, The Wiz, my fave show. Yes, let's get it, Tin Dude. Man style. And then, like, it was weird. <laughs> Dude, yeah, me too. Listen, like, okay, what I don't know if we said it. RJ played the Tin Man in this show, and I played, like, the gatekeeper, and then I was in the ensemble. Now, listen, I wanted to be Scarecrow so bad, but it didn't happen. Okay, but it's okay. And that I was role young, was in your future. No, it's, <laughs> Thank it's, you. I really hope so. But, like, in, in the show, there was, there was a really good director. And, like, there was just people who probably shouldn't have been in it. And, um, like we said, the choreographer was bad and, like... Oh, can we talk about how, like, (laughs) they didn't trust the Dorothy to sing her song? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) So they had to get the backup singers to sing the the final song? Listen, 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 we have to to tell this story in the most respectful way. Of course, of course. uh, Okay, listen. E, uh, um, a friend of mine, uh, she's still a great friend of mine, so I'm not gonna like say anything, you know, horrible. No, nothing. But, nothing. but and and it wasn't even it wasn't even that it was horrible. It's just that she's an alto. I'll, I'll just say that she's an alto and who has good like soprano moments. But there were some there were some aspects of Dorothy's songs that just weren't working for her voice. And the role was already cast. And honestly, like I think she played the role right, and I think it was a good. I idea to uh, cast a young Dorothy, but I mean she also wasn't getting any support from the music director who couldn't yeah, read the music. music. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the music director. Dead. I don't know. Wait, what do you mean he couldn't read music? He I don't literally know. What are you couldn't about? read music. Like okay, so uh, what was his name? Um, uh, don't say his name. Oh, don't say I mean his... okay. Well, I mean. <laughs> I never said it. Uh, it's, okay, oh, we edited okay, it out. Okay. Uh, but the okay. music director, could he didn't have, like, sheet music in front of him. He just, like, knew the songs in his head. Like, and when, <laughs> really? you ask, when people ask people to, like, like people, when people ask him to play parts, he just sort of, like, do-do-do-do-do. Like, he just make it up. No way. I That's, don't remember that. That is completely true. Like, when oh he was playing gosh. in the show, he didn't have sheet music. He just had, like, lyrics. Like, he was just making That's it up. That's crazy. Well, well, hey, well, it's... Honest, okay, so, moral of the story, it's not her fault. It was not our fault. It was not her fault. But, but anyways, she had um, RJ's mom... And then another lady in the ensemble had to sing with her uh, and behind her. And she was hurt about it. And I would be hurt, too. Yeah. Um, and even, you know, when that happened, I was like, what's, you know, what's this show going to be? And I remember <laughs> when we were doing, like, our pre our community theater version of previews. Um, where we did it for the, like, overseeing director of the whole, of the whole theater. Um, artistic director. She's great. She gave me a recommendation letter for my college. <laughs> That's probably why I got it. But um, but yeah, I just remember watching her watch us, and I was just like, I know, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and and the thing about the choreographer is, we would we, he would keep changing choreo like days up leading to the performance, like the whole the whole oh, yeah. thing. 
I I I had a big I had like a little solo for the gate gate gatekeeper when I was like introducing the Wiz, and I never knew the choreography until the day, like the day before we opened the last tech rehearsal. Oh he was like, "This God. is it. This is final." Yeah, and I remember and see RJ, you don't know, but I was in a show before this called Ain't Misbehaving with him, and he did the same thing, and and I I was just like. It's okay. Like we can, you. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just know that it was not the best experience. And did you feel like any sort of like regret after doing the show? Here's the thing. Um, okay, get I, into it. <laughs> I went out there. Um, you know, I enjoyed the material. Like the 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 the, the show itself was good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Black Power. Black Lives Matter. <laughs> Amen. Um, you know, I got to sing my solos that are really cool. I got to say this dialogue that was really funny. Um, and uh, the rest of it, you know, and I met a lot of cool friends. Um, yeah. So some of it was weird. Um, mm-hmm. But I was just... I, the the amount of fun I was having exceeded the amount of of stress and weirdness that there was. Right. Um, okay, that's good. And now that's I'm just good. excited I, for I, the production of the Wiz. Uh, we'll both be in. That will be uh, b- <laughs> better choreographed so and much better, better directed. Hopefully, and and actually have a decent dance number at the biggest. Yes. The biggest. Uh, the biggest part of the show. Oh, good times. I'll probably talk about that again with someone else in time. Because I still, to this day, I still try to uncover the weirdness of it. And I'm like, how did we pull that off? Yeah, I it's it's still, like, hard to fathom, like, what all the things. <laughs> I, I think the icing on the cake was when, I think it was the last show, but it might not have been, when the dog peed on the stage. Like, oh, that to me was just no. like, okay, that's our RJ. show. <laughs> RJ. That dog died. No! Yes. No. Gizmo died. R.I.P. Gizmo. Gizmo died Rest at what? Peace, a Gizmo. year? I think a year ago. I think a year ago. Jeez. I think it was this year, 2020, he passed away. Oh, that was a sad time. 2020 taking all the real ones from us. I know, but Gizmo, Gizmo was great. Um, Truly. But yeah. Except for so, when Gizmo peed on the stage. Um, right. <laughs> Wait, during the performance, right? Yeah, that was during home. During oh, home, Gizmo peed on the, the big stage. Dorothy song. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, man. Well, speaking of drama, you you were, you were did high school drama. Let's talk. Because, okay, we were actually, I was going over things that I missed in your um in your in, in the bio I read of so course. we can just feel feel continue filling that out. So um shows what's like two of your favorite shows that you did in high school and uh did you have a did you have a drama program in high school or did y'all just put on shows? Uh we did have a drama program. Um how I got into it is is interesting because our school has a thing if like if you audition for the musical, you get it. Yeah. Regardless, okay. um, and so we'd have like hundred, like a hundred people like singing supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, <laughs> like it'd be crazy. Um, <laughs> okay, but um, I think my f- one of my favorite shows that I did was um, my saw my junior year, uh, we did Mary Poppins, and I got to play Bert, um, and it was I just felt so much joy. Um, yeah, like me and and wait, 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 Bert, Bert was uh the the the, the chimney, yeah, the chimney the sweep, lamper, yeah, chimney sweep, a black Bert, yeah, you know, <laughs> there's a, that's amazing. <laughs> there was <laughs> some funny amazing. stuff about that, um, <laughs> but like it was just a great show. Me and the me and uh, the woman who played Mary Poppins, like we had some great chemistry, and we're like still really good friends to this day, um, and. I don't know. I just got to like show all of my skills and just be like my own personal goofy self. Which yeah, was be the actor, singer, dancer that you are. Hallelujah. That, that's that's amazing. That's that's really cool. You said your ju- your junior year. That was my junior year. Yeah. Uh, gotcha. I'm I'm glad you guys had a drama program. See, my school didn't even have a drama program. Oh we man. We just put on. We just had a successful playwright. Love her to death, Molly Bass, 
who uh, came and like directed our shows and honestly paid for the rights to our shows. I mean, I'm sure the school helped, but the school didn't help that much because like we didn't have a program like dedicated to it. All we had like arts really were was chorus and then orchestra and band. Uh. But like orchestra and band was like whatever. That's orchestra and band. But like <laughs> chorus was chorus was the was the real ones. We were the real ones. And um and yeah, I start I tried starting a drama club thing my senior year of high school, but that didn't work out. Oh, you actually fun story, fun fact, RJ wrote um the music, composed all the music to my senior year show. Oh Fair yes, games. yes, yes. That was Do you remember that? I do. It was that was a crazy period of my life. Um, <laughs> what do you mean? Ex- talk, explain. Well, that was that was like before I really was like super good. At like, like I, I had not had a lot of writing experience under my belt at that time. And when Molly approached me, it was like, oh, I, I heard that you like write music. Do you want to want to help with this show? Part of me was like, you know, awesome, amazing, another like opportunity. But the other part of me was like. I know nothing about this. I'm majoring in performance. <laughs> uh, I, I am I am a fool. Um, it was Wait, super. Wait, you're stressful. majoring in performance at NYU Steinhardt? Yeah, my my major gotcha. is is vocal performance. Like I'm okay, gonna get like okay, a, a gotcha. bachelor's of music. Um, but like like I I comp- I think I had composed one show at that time, and so it was like. I'm doing um and I was stressed out but it, it ended up it ended up going well no it worked out really well there was some beautiful music in that show like at first I hope Molly doesn't listen to this but but at first <laughs> I really wasn't for it but I was kind of crazy at the time like at the time I wanted to do in the heights at my at my uh. high school but we don't have the the ethnicity yeah eth- ethnicity that we need at at my school to actually <laughs> do that show and do it justice. And well, yeah, we, we just couldn't have done it, but I was like pitching it cause I wanted to do it. I got to do it like in the summer after my senior year, which was crazy and amazing. Um, but, uh, but yeah, but, but when she was like, no, we should do this show that I wrote. I was like, ah, oh, I, I want to do in the Heights. But but I was like, you know what, Molly's amazing. I loved I love like doing her. I I just love like when she opens up her mind and allows us to like say her words and stuff like that. And that was a really really funny show. And um, I didn't learn. I didn't finish like learning all my lines until the until <laughs> like we opened. But it was a <gasps> great show. And 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 the music. There was this one uh, character. She was. Who is my friend Cindy? She sung. Th- those are my favorite. Do you remember any of the names of the songs by any chance? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Like vaguely, if you if you reference a song, I'll know what it is. <laughs> um, it was like uh, I, I, the only songs in my head right now are the songs I sung, but I can't I can't remember. It was um, you know that song. What the uh, um, something was it something beautiful? I guess maybe. Don't don't make me put myself out there like that. <laughs> Let's see. I, I guess. don't remember. Listen, I I don't remember. But anyways, RJ wrote some pretty really beautiful music in there, and then the musical director we had. I'm sure she changed around some of this stuff. Um. But it couldn't have been stuff if it weren't for you, so. Oh, shucks. I do what I can. All right. Well, this is the part of the podcast where we just take a break and breathe for a second. So everyone breathe <laughs> right now. And uh, as if you haven't been breathing. But yeah, um, let we'll be right back. Okay, so back to the bio. So we now know your major in vocal performance. Um, that's really cool. Uh, how speaking of that, how is like the NYU? How were the auditions for that? Like talk talk about that because I know my college auditions were 
kind of crazy, but probably not as crazy as NYU. So NYU was, um, it's interesting because it, the vocal performance program is like a music program first and forehand, even though they sort of handle themselves like a theater program. Um, like okay. we get like acting classes and dance classes and all that jazz. Uh, but like the, the, the pre-screens, um, it was just like, you know, like sing three songs, um, you know, record them with, a, with an accompanist. And I, I have a funny story about that. Um, but then like the audition itself was like, prepare three songs. We'll ask you to sing two of them. And they weren't. Oh, the thing about the pre-screens is they, they specifically said like, we don't necessarily need to see your acting. We just want to know that you have a nice voice. Um, and then, like, the auditions themselves, like, we come in with three songs and we we perform two. And we got, like, coached through the acting of the, the two songs. And then they sent us home and then they have us wait for forever. Um, but it really was, it wasn't necessarily crazy, even though, like, I was, uh, Ju- Juilliard's crazy. Juilliard is. Ju- oh, you auditioned for Juilliard. I, I, I was that your Was that your top choice? That was my top choice. Like looking back, I probably wouldn't have liked going there, but that was like my my number one school at that point. Oh yeah, I I Juilliard. I um I looked at the auditions and like I started to f- um application at least, and I started to fill it out, and I was like, oh yeah, I can do this. Like these monologues because I wanted to be in the acting program. But the moment I saw like the three, I think it was three contrasting Shakespearean monologues, I dipped out. Personally, I can I cannot do Shakespeare justice at all. It's so uh. it's I, it's like I I can't even really understand it. And uh, there's a quote I can't remember. Leslie Odom Jr. was talking about a book, and um, I'll find the book at the end of this podcast, and I'll put it. I'll say it later. Um, but he was talking about uh, how he was reading this book about acting, and he was saying how. Uh, if you don't know the word, like if you can't understand it, I hope I'm quoting this right. But what I got from it is he was saying, if you can't understand it, it just say the words loud enough so the audience can hear it. <laughs> like don't don't try to don't try to perform it. Like just say the words because, and that's me with Shakespeare. But like that's the thing, I can't even say the words, so <laughs> that's why I didn't do it. But 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 continue but continue on. Um. What was I saying? Uh, Juilliard, the audition was really, really weird because, like, I was because they don't have a musical theater program. They have like a voice program. They have an acting program, right? And um, I auditioned for the acting program, which at the time I was like a, a much better singer than I was actor. Like my acting was like all right. And so I get there and I'm like in the holding room and. And I like sat between these like two like thirty year olds and me at like eighteen, and I was like, "Hey guys, you know, so I'm trying to make small talk, and I was like, you right. guys, you guys doing any shows right now?'" And they're like, <laughs> yeah. "No, what? Like I'm working at Starbucks. Like what are you talking? Like like they were like so far above it, and they're like, what the what the heck is this kid doing?'" Um, and so I walk in, um, and the energy is just really really weird. Um, it's just like you know. Will you perform for us today? And I was like, I, I have, have something from, uh, you know, I have two Shakespearean and I have uh, something from Fences, and they're like, okay, let's 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 hear the Shakespeare. Um, and so I do, I do the Shakespeare. I did um, something from A Midsummer Night's Dream, I think. And they were like, they were like, all right, let's hear the uh, the, the Fences. Like they did not care about that at all. And so I do the monologue from Fences, which is like. Um, uh, it's the monologue where, uh, like the 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 brother, like the jazz musician, is like see like finds out that the younger brother is like going off to war. Um, oh, okay. I don't know that one. I just know the 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 son talking to his father one, and then the father talking to his son one. Mm. That's a little overused one. I I know all the time. Uh, so so I do the monologue all the way down, and they were like they're silent for a second. And then he's like, "Try it again, but this time imagine you're having a beer with him." And I'm like, okay. So I start the monologue. Like, no, 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 no. Where's the beer? No, hold the beer in your hand. Oh. I'll, I'll split the six pack. Right. Hand him one. Open your beer. Take a <laughs> sip. Yeah. And then, t- and it was like so much. I was like, what? I thought it was just the energy. What is happening? And then, right, right, right. Did and- you feel like stupid? 
I kind of well, like I felt one, I felt stupid, and two, I just felt like like it was just a weird like I just didn't get it. I was like, no, I I understand. <laughs> I I I feel like I feel stupid all the time in any. I mean, I know you were in an audition, but like acting classes, I feel so stupid when they're like, do okay, do it, but now do it like you're putting on deodorant. And then, like, I'm doing it, and then they stop me and slow me down, and I'm like, oh, damn, I'm dumb. I'm so sorry. I think what I've learned from, like, you know, I'm in my senior year last semester, is that, like, you just got to, like, jump in and be ready to play and, like, mm-hmm. go to the most stupid extreme. Like, everyone Almost loves that. Definitely. Like, Almost definitely. I should have gone, like, you know, I should have walked in with, like, the six-pack in, like, a plastic Walmart bag and, you know, take the Walmart bag down, thrown it away, then, like, take a sip, the, oh, these beers are bad, went back to the store, came back with a different six-pack. Like, this this could have been, like, I should have gone in and, and, and played to the fullest extent, and I was just, like, <laughs> right. I just felt weird. <laughs> Yeah, because, I mean, that term that we can always pull you back is so true. I always forget that um, all the time. But I've started to remember it more and more often um, now that I'm a sophomore. And I'm just like, well, I should have just gone full force back in freshman year. But that's what it's for. You know, that's what it's for. Wait, but the thing I want to I want to talk about this. So please. So. Besides auditions, now we know that you're NYU, you're you're a senior, you're about to graduate, like you went to where you should have gone. And I know it's probably been a great four years. And I know this year, this last year has probably been weird because you're about to graduate into an industry that's like not even that doesn't even exist. Uh, it does, it's but true. Like, <laughs> it's she's sleeping. She's sleeping right now. Yeah, she's she's knocked out. She's sleeping beauty. Um <laughs> <laughs> but um, I wanted to just talk about how – tell me how you feel that col- that high school – like your high school drama program uh, com- prepared you and did not prepare you for college. Because like a short intro for me – I, like I said, we didn't have a drama program in high school, so we just, like, did shows, and I talked about this a little bit in my, like, two podcasts ago or something, but I, since I was, like, one of the only people who were passionate about doing theater and passionate about me performing and and all that, like, I... I was just, I was doing everything. Like, I was was choreographing everything. I was, um, you know, talking to the director about everything. Like, there was no really me following somebody because I was just kind of leading a lot of people. So a lot of, like, a couple things on my resume are things that I got myself, um, that I put myself into basically just because I knew the director and, like, we were best friends and, um, and so, and so, yeah, in high school, like I was just creating everything and learning everything myself, but, uh, but yeah, so when I got to college, I, and having someone actually teaching me how to act and stuff like that, even though for years I was just doing it, like I didn't even think of sitting down thinking through everything like I, I kind of just did it so now like when I got to college I was just like whoa 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 is this actually for me and I, I mean it is you know I'm still I'm still here but I just want to hear how you how yeah how high school prepared you and maybe did not prepare you for college um with you know be with you being in an actual drama program I I, I can say there's there's two things to say um so on one hand you know the the teachers and and you know the directors of the drama program were very supportive of me auditioning for the school and and a lot of the kids who were pursuing uh, theater and higher education and they like really helped me coach through like some of the material I was bringing in and and stuff like that outside of like regular classes. But on the other hand, I felt like just the program itself didn't necessarily prepare me very well for. At the very least, like auditions, um, mm. because our, the auditions for like School Musicals, like we didn't have to go through like picking out rep. It was just like sing something from the show, um, 
Like, the initial audition, you, you had to pick something to sing from the show, and then the callbacks, you had to sing something from the show. Like, it, it, it wasn't necessarily, like, uh, a traditional audition. Right. Um, and with, like, musical theater, there was not really... Like, that wasn't really a part of the class itself. Like, we didn't have any, like, you know, coaching song classes or things like that. It was really just, like, we had our, like, standard acting classes. We did, you know, plays in there. Um, and I was part of the like the the higher level like the competition theater troupe, and so like we would like write our own shows and we would like do like a comedy show and and uh, like we would we would do some fun stuff and there was all a lot of experience I gained just being in the process of these shows, but in terms of like things to add to my toolbox in terms of um, like like picking apart material and um, like. Like uh, uh, like acting, uh, what what what's the word I'm looking for? Like acting technique and things like that. I'm not sure I got a lot of that from that program. I, it was more so helpful from like the experience of being in shows and stuff like that. Right, right. Okay, so we're similar a little. <laughs> we're we're similar in our in our journeys because I just, yeah, college was just a big like punch in the face when I got <laughs> to school because um yeah well well I was just I I now had a community that I so much craved for but everyone was so much like I don't know we were kind of like equal but everyone's also a little this is just my own insecurities talking but everyone's looked better than me so I was just like no ah, I feel that I to, now I have to just live in this and did get better and then it sucks i know you probably hear it a lot because you go to nyu you're in new york you're where broadway is but like it sucks when people are like oh how's how's la mr hollywood how what what are you up to blah 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 and i'm just like i'm not really up to much like i i just i just live here and I'm in college. <laughs> uh, like I'm not <laughs> I'm not in any movies. I'm not in any shows. Like it's it's yeah. But I don't even know why I just compared because you've done you've done a lot, actually. I, I, I think about it. I think I've done at least this is not a flex or anything. Or maybe it's a little bit. I, I think I've done at least two shows every semester. Um Wow. It's because I auditioned for every single thing ever, all the time. Um, and so, like, people started to, like, like, like working with me and like to cast me. And so it was just, like, fun like that. But also, like, my voice teacher hated that. He was like, oh, you need to learn the fundamentals before you, like, perform in 12,000 shows. Please stop. <laughs> and one semester, he well, really gotta... got mad at me. <laughs> well, you got to put yourself out there, RJ. It's okay. I, yeah, I... <laughs> I I try to audition for everything that I I can. So how does you've you've done numerous shows and worked on the n- numerous shows? How does how does that work? How does that work? Is it put on by the shoe by the shoes? Is it put on by the uh, university or is it put on by like students and clubs like you mentioned earlier? So my program does like the the vocal performance program does some shows that are specifically for vocal performance, they'll do, um, like, a big fall musical and, like, three smaller shows and a concert. Like a cabaret? Oh, okay, okay, okay. And then in the spring, they'll do they'll do a new work, a musical, and an opera. Um, and, and, like, those are, like, all the shows that we are, like, that are, like, made for us. Um but it gets tricky because there's so many of us that are that do such similar things that it's it's pretty hard to get cast in in program stuff um i've only got i've only been in the main stages a, a couple of times um some people like went through their four years and never got uh, uh never gotten a main stage show um but but there are like oh gosh i could probably rattle off 10 different drama clubs that are within NYU that are doing like musicals um be- there's just and and they get access a lot of times they'll get access to these really nice performance venues like you know like black boxes and and things like that um that are just like really really nice and and the directors have such grit that they're able to like if they have no money they're able to make um 
like really awesome shows. Like uh, in particular, there's a, a guy named Eric Gelb who I is like a living legend at NYU because he he's been able to put on these amazing shows with nothing. Like we did one show in like a lecture <laughs> hall and it was like awesome. Yeah. Really? That's cool. Cool. Is he a wait? Is he a student? Is he a teacher? Uh, uh, he he just graduated. Um, okay. He's a student. Um, he's just a leader. He's a leader. He's, he's a, a leader. Man, a, he's a man icon. in charge. <laughs> right. That's amazing. RJ, I feel like I could talk to you about everything we're talking about for the longest time. Um, like well, I'm, this a, is I'm a pretty amazing. cool dude, so. No, you, <laughs> you are. <laughs> you, are, you are a pretty cool dude. Well, you know what? You know what we're here for. You know what everybody else is here for. I don't want to keep you for too long. Oh, uh, yes, let's yes. Let's talk Ratatouille, the TikTok musical. How ah! crazy is that? How Yo, did, the tell cast me, list I, got I'm dropped gonna, today. I'm hyped. I'm gonna really. I'm gonna stop talking for however long you talk, and I want you to tell me all about your your startup on TikTok. How you came? How you probably came across the same video we all did with that one guy singing, you know, a Ratatouille song. And just tell me <laughs> how you're now a part of this crazy experience. Okay, I'm done. Tell, yes, explain. of course. Um. So I. I actually haven't been posting on TikTok for very long at all. Um, I made an account, like, uh, winter of 2018, and I posted, like, three videos, and then never again, up until... Were you, uh, were you like, the... Um, were you one of those people for a little while who was like, I'm not downloading TikTok. Yes. I'm higher than them. Yeah? Truly. Okay. I, I'm I was one of those I people. Feel like, I feel like we've all had that phase. It's okay. I was like, okay, this continue. is not for me. This is for kids. This is I, this is not for me. Um, but like, I posted like three stupid videos that were like not music related. They were just like weird. And then I just stopped. Um, and it wasn't until like the beginning of this school year when I really started like trying to get into TikTok again. Um, and so I started posting. Some like music stuff. I started like like things on the piano. I wrote little songs. Um, just a bunch of different stuff. Just like throwing stuff against the wall to see what stuck. Um, and I and I got a couple videos that did pretty well. You know, got like a couple like hundred thousand views. And I was like, okay, here we go. On my way to the, my my blue check mark. Let's go. Um, and it was not like that at all. Um, but then like a couple videos. You know, I I got a a pretty decent following and. But then I saw the Remy the Ratatouille audio, of course. Um, the Remy the Ratatouille, uh, and I was <laughs> yeah. wow, that's that's on a sick voice and it had me warmed up, amazing. Um, but <laughs> um, I saw that audio and I saw like a, a couple of other people like posting songs like that, and I was like, you know, I'm a composer. I have the equipment and I have logic. Uh, I I've got a microphone. I can write songs like this easy. Um, so I posted a, a song called Anyone Can Cook. Um, it was like a big ballad sung by Gusto, and that video like blew up. Uh, right, that that's the one appearing on like in NBC, CBS, yes. all that. I if you look up Ratatouille the TikTok musical, you're all over the Google Images page, all over it. I was I I was stunned by the okay the interviews were crazy, um, but like that same week I posted. Like, the duet between Remy and Linguini, which, like, did even better than the first one. And then I posted the Anton Ego song, which, that's at, like, like 780,000 views right now. Like, it's insane. Oh and that's the one that, that has been picked up by the Ratatouille. Um, like, that's the one that's in the show. Uh, like, the, the official show. So, the, the, your, your song, the Anton, Anton, right? That's the name? Yeah, Anton. Uh, Anton... That song's in there, but not the other ones. Uh, not it's the just that two one. other ones. Yeah, oh, okay, they, they okay, just okay, picked that you. one. And to be fair, it is okay. it's the best one. Um, <laughs> okay, okay. And like I've been interviewed like by a bunch of different like like places everywhere, like like NBC, CBS, I was on Snapchat, Daily Mail. Um, uh, wow. I was on um, Rolling Stone. Uh, Vulture, yeah. like it's just ah. So and now many you're on the Who Is Marcus podcast. Uh, now <laughs> Honestly, I'm on the Who Is Marcus podcast. 
which is like I feel that's, like this that's is the, the best. The crop. Yeah, this is the top tier. NBC and Vulture eh. and Snapchat Daily Rounds and nothing on. This. No, no, no. This is it. Um, and so uh, like I got this email that was like, "Hey, we're like putting together a little Ratatouille song, like a Ratatouille show. We want to include your song. We'll pay you. It'll be cool." And I was like, "All right, money. Say pay yes. you money." Uh, Money cheddar. Okay. Um, okay. And so I like I like skimmed the email. I didn't know what it was. I was like, all right, bet, uh, pay me money. I'll write, I'll give you my song. It's cool. Um, and then like as the like the weeks went on, like like me and a couple other creators like had this group chat. And as we started learning more and more about what the show is gonna be, we we're like, oh shoot, this is gonna be a real thing. Um, with like a and like the the music supervisor uh, Daniel, who I love, he was like. Oh uh, yeah, it's gonna have a full orchestra, and all the songs are gonna be like reorchestrated, and they're gonna sound like professional and amazing. And we're gonna have a Broadway cast, and I was like, okay, cool. And the cast list dropped today, um, literally today. Um, tell, and tell me, w- tell me, what what's the cast list? Yes, 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 yes. yes. So, so um, Remy is being played by Titus Burgess. Um, uh, his dad's being played by Wayne Brady. Um, oh my God. Well, um, uh, Antonigo was played by Andre Shields. Um, oh my gosh. sent me, uh, Kevin Chamberlain is Gusto. uh, Ashley Park is playing, uh, Colette, Andrew Barthelman is playing Linguini, um, oh, who am I forgetting? Andrew Barthelman is playing Linguini? Andrew Barthelman is playing That's Linguini. Crazy. <laughs> I, like, it's such a stacked cast, I don't... I'm obsessed. Are you going to be able to? Are you going to be able to talk to Andre? Like, do you have? Did you basically like just sell your your song, and or do you get to like talk and help with the music? Like, how did? How does? How is that going to work? Um. So they have the rights to my song. Well, not the rights. They have the the, the authorization to use my song. Um. Mm-hmm. And I've like helped out with like tweaking it a little bit. Um, okay. And like, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna like appear in the finale as like a little rat guy. Um, which is cool. Um, That's cool. That's cool. I don't know. I don't know yet. Hopefully there's going to be like some sort of like reception or like cast party where we can like, like chat up these people. Like I loved for that. Like they haven't really talked to us about that. Um, hopefully like I would die if I got to meet any of these people. Like I would die and come back to life. That's so cool. That's so cool. Well, I, I at least hope you get to talk to Andre. The person singing uh, your song. I would listen if if I if Andre Shield so much has looked at me, my soul would leave my body, do a triple backflip, and then come back in. Like it, that man is is like a living legend. I don't even know how to like even That's describe crazy. it. Well, I am glad that you are doing big things, RJ. Who would have uh, known? Uh, who would have known it that? You, I would have saw you in your little silver costume back in 2016. <laughs> the lampshade. And I, uh, you know, would have had a... No one would have thought that we would be here now and you part of Ratatouille the musical. That's amazing. Do you think, do you think after this, hopefully, like, maybe, like, you know, once the pandemic thing starts, you know, leaving, uh, we'll maybe see this as a live production in the future? Do you think this is this was just a fun thing that we did for TikTok and it's supporting the Actors Fund, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's all, all, going all the, the, all the ticket sales? Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. I think that this was like uh, really lightning in a bottle. Um, and and I think while Ratatouille will fade into the, the Aether is a good memory, I think that we will... Uh, that that this is just the start of of what will be like some amazing collaborations between like across the internet and especially like the artists that came together during this show like there yeah. a lot of them have become my really good friends and we like have a group That's chat and so we like cool. joke around and stuff and I, I i think this is if if nothing else it's proof that people are still itching to make things right now and like art is not dead even if Broadway is closed. Right. That's I'm so glad you said that. Like I think what you what y'all have done is like amazing and it just shows that 
even, you know, even in these times, we can still, we can still, like, do this. We can still live, and we can still live happily. And honestly, I think it shows that, like, yes, 2020 has sucked tremendously, but there's been so many beautiful things that has come that have come out of it that never would have happened if this would have if this if this was it you know if this like this musical mm-hmm. i don't you know who would have thought i don't even know if he would have made that you know but he was sitting at home exactly. the, i'm talking about the first you know the first video that that blew up um what's his name that guy oh do you know oh who did the remix oh uh, daniel yeah. uh, daniel Metzler. daniel Daniel, okay. Yeah, like, him sitting around being bored, like, you know, who would have thought? And now we're here, and I can't can't wait for it. Uh, so, when, so when is it? When is it, exactly? It's, uh, January 1st, 7 p.m. 7 p.m., what is it, Eastern Standard? Oh, uh, yeah, at 7 PST, p.m. Eastern West Standard. Coast? Uh, okay. And uh, t- tickets are available at Uh <laughs> Get them while they're hot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are they? Do you know how much they are? I think it's like five dollars. Like it's not expensive at all. Okay, okay. And is it like a? Is it like a Zoom thing? We'll be watching a Zoom webinar. Uh, you, you. It's streamed on the Today Ticks website. Oh, okay. That's cool. So we'll get like a code, and yeah. and then we'll enter it, and then they'll let us in there. Yeah. Cool. Perfect. Oh my gosh! Well, I feel like I feel like there's there's been so many plot plot holes in this entire conversation. And things <laughs> we should have went back to. I know we've been all over the place, but it's really been great talking to you, RJ. Um, I want to talk to you a little bit more after we end this podcast oh, and just catch up. But um, but yeah, thank you for coming on the show. Uh, I can't wait to see Ratatouille the Musical January 1st. Everyone go get their tickets. And, uh, and yeah, RJ, you got any last words you want to say to the people? Uh, you know, uh, Remy the Ratatouille, the rat of all our dreams. <laughs> okay, He's in there. Okay. <laughs> oh, and go follow, go follow uh, RJ on TikTok uh, at RJ the Composer. Um, I'm sure you'll laugh. And love these videos. He's also a single man. Ah, single look in the middle. You've been talking about that a lot lately. (laughs) Yeah, looking. It's (laughs) looking. It's cuffing season. It's cuffing season. (laughs) It's cold. You gotta cuddle. And um, if he follows you, it. And to quote him, quote the man himself, if he follows you back on TikTok, it means that you are probably attractive, (laughs) and that to him. And that <laughs> that you should, and that you, <laughs> and that he made the first move, and you should make the next one. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, RJ. It's been great. I'll, I'll see. I'll see you. <laughs> Bye, guys. Um, Bye. Transition music. Uh, RJ was just great today. I feel like I could talk to him about everything ever. Um, in uh, arts, at least. <laughs> but yeah, so I know we said it before, but really, um, I want everyone to, see, if they can, go get your tickets for the production on January 1st of Ratatouille uh, featuring Andrew Bart Feldman and Andre Shields and Wayne Brady, like people like that. I think that's so cool. And all the money, the, it's going to the actors fund, uh, 100% of it. And uh, they're only $5. I'm, I'll definitely be there. And, um, yeah, I can't stress enough about how cool this is, even if it doesn't go on to be anything else. Like it's already cool enough that I have a friend of mine who, you know, helped bring, you know, helped it originate, but it's so cool that we, you know, they created a, a new musical in the midst of everything just being shut down and they're doing it. You know, it's not like I'm sure someone's probably writing a musical right now and then, you know, it's not going to be put out for however long it takes for us to get back on stage. Um so yeah, I, I think that's I think that's so cool. And some other stuff from the interview. Um, one more thing. Uh the the girl who played Dorothy in our production of The Wiz is um amazing. She's a really talented singer and she actually has some songs out. 
And I want to see if I can get her on the podcast sometime to someone can promote the songs, but just talk, you know. And um, but yeah, that show is that show is a mess. And it's not even the director's fault. I know we name dropped the director, and the director is someone who I would love to have on the podcast too, because um, we could all gain from her wisdom and her experience. And I mean, she's done like one woman shows. Like I know she's amazing. Um, and she's black. That's a plus. So, and just one more quick thing about the choreographer. The choreographer was—he's an amazing dancer, and he brought a lot of African type dance to the show, and it was—it was—it was really good. Uh, it was just unorganized, and you—you you could tell that it wasn't really his his thing. And uh, you know, he—he would—I if I have this right, I think he would choreograph conventions and things like that. But he's a great dancer. I just want to put that out. He's a great dancer, and he's a good choreographer. It just the whole aspect was unorganized, really. <laughs> so yeah. Um, but anyways, yeah, great, great show today, everyone. Woo, everyone behind the scenes, which is just me. Um, I will see everyone next week. And uh, oh wait, 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 wait. Actually, at the beginning of the podcast, I usually do this, and I forgot to. So let's do this real quick, everyone. I'm going to count to five, and everyone just say how they're doing out loud because it's important, and I think it'll help even if it's bad or if it's good, you know, and I'll respond accordingly. Here we go. One, two, three, four, five. Mm, Not bad. Not bad. I'm sure people could have have had a better day, but you know what? past is in the past tomorrow's not certain but just live in the present and uh, try your best and uh and yeah okay i've said too much i'll see everyone next week for real and yeah hope you enjoyed it stay out of trouble unless you want more trouble for your mind.